This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration is denying three dozen requests for waivers from the Renewable Fuel Standard, but 31 petitions could still see some form of alternative relief. The news came this afternoon from the Environmental Protection Agency, which said it was taking the step to respond to the Tenth Circuit court case that offered a new rationale for small refinery exemptions. Today's decision applies to applications from the 2018 biofuel mandate compliance year. The agency was also forced to take a new look at the waivers after a Supreme Court decision last year. The alternative compliance will apply to 31 petitions, which now must be resubmitted and must demonstrate a zero balance of renewable identification numbers for 2018. The agency still has 69 pending SREs for other compliance years. You can read more about the news in our story on agripulse.com. The EPA is also keeping a close eye on the court system as it works to update its definition of a water of the U.S. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. The Biden administration says they are still going to remain proactive on developing a waters of the U.S. rule while they wait on a decision from the Supreme Court to determine what their jurisdiction is. Speaking Wednesday to the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, EPA Administrator Michael Regan says there is a lot of uncertainty around EPA authority on MODIS. What we've done is we've gone through a rulemaking process already. Uh, we are currently um, continuing our roundtable discussions all around the country uh, with our farmers, with our elected ag officials. Uh, the reality is, is that we are dealing with uncertainty in terms of where the courts have placed us with pre-2015, um, plus some decisions that people are having to make now. Regan says the department is going to continue to seek input from stakeholders as they wait for a SCOTUS decision. We believe we've done a good job in the rulemaking process, uh, taking into consideration many of the concerns that have been expressed by the ag community and the other side, we're engaging in a regional roundtable now, and we're still on a path uh, to produce some certainty while we see what plays out with the Supreme Court. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peckle. Finally today, federal officials are encouraging a deep look at the nation's electric grid. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. Modernizing the electric grid could generate jobs and help grow the economy in rural America, but it will take investment. During an AgriPulse webinar, USDA Undersecretary Sochil Torres-Small said a modern grid is critical for business and quality of life. Rural electrification is a legacy success of her department, she says, and rural electric co-ops and other companies have a job now that is differently hard. I think being in the electricity business or being in the transmission business uh, is not always the, the, the shiniest gem, but it's certainly the thing that people pay the most attention to when things go wrong. Torres Small said co-ops are sharing their successes, but challenges abound. She knows many people would like to see results immediately, but she says USDA and its partners are making progress. Oklahoma Republican Congressman Frank Lucas said large transmission line projects can run into hurdles as they are designed and sited. Sometimes the shortest point between the shortest distance between two points is not the most politically viable path. Factoring in how we build our transmission lines, it causes the least disruption 
to the people who ironically will benefit from those lines is just a necessity. The full-hour webinar called Rural Renaissance, How Investments in Transmission Modernization Can Drive Rural Economic Development, will be available at agripulse.com beginning tomorrow. Amy Mayer, Agripulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National Agro-Marketing Conference in Kansas City, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.